In our series, A String of Pearls, Dutch Buzz contributors speak to people who have made an exceptional contribution to our local community. People whose passion for what they do have had an added value for the city of The Hague. Barbara Young has been working as a transformational coach in The Hague since 2011. She now focuses her professional attention specifically on divorce coaching and is the author of How to Get Divorced in the Netherlands. A global citizen, originally from Slovenia, she settled in The Hague 24 years ago. She speaks to Lilian Strobach about her new handbook and divorce coaching. The role of divorce coach is really to think of the strategy, to support the strategy. Uh, so it's uh, it's not busy only with the legal part, but especially much more the emotional and mental support, and also with the support of the communication uh, process. Lawyer or mediator, this is actually more the roles which to compare. Um, they are there really for the legal part. If you choose for lawyer, the lawyer would be uh, representing only your your interests uh, and it's there really for you. Uh, but if you choose for the mediator, the mediator is actually a lawyer in one for both of you. So would have to represent both of interests at the same time, which could be a quite big difference in the process. Now, what made you turn specifically to being a women's divorce coach? Yeah, um, I, I think, you know, that's just the flow of life how it went because um, actually my background is very different. I was uh, studying clinical biochemistry, but later in life uh, I also acquired the coaching degree and I started my coaching business. But because myself I am a woman, uh, somehow I am drawn more to the women because maybe a few different reasons. Uh, maybe I uh, relate to them more, but also if you see the statistics, I think um, a lot of empowerment of the women is still needed uh, because we are not there quite yet. But then um, I was coaching already quite a lot, women on different uh, levels. And then uh, my own divorce happened, uh, so after that I also wrote that book. And through that more and more women came to me for the divorce coaching. Uh, so it just grew into that part because, uh, and now even lately, uh, I found out uh, that a lot of expert women are coming to me. Because yes, I'm a woman, I'm an expert, I went through divorce and I'm a coach. So it just grew organically actually. Do women in general in the Netherlands have a rough time going through a divorce? Yes, uh, in general for everybody, not only for women, but women as well. Yeah, it's a really rough process. There are exceptions uh, where partners are um, really on a good speaking terms and they agree on a divorce and they agree actually on everything and they are not um, complex situations in place. However, uh, many times that uh, divorce itself, it's a very emotional process. So, uh, which is also, of course, connected with other 
complicating factors like especially finances, possessions and especially if you have children that uh, gets quite uh, complicated and it's really not so straightforward so you and every um, divorce is very unique so you really can use a hand somebody to guide you through and navigate through the process now knowledge of the law probably is key Yes, uh, especially for experts uh, that would be uh, that we, we are finding out together with people which we uh, which I am also collaborating. We are already thinking to make a course uh, for the experts which they are uh, entering the formal relationship in the Netherlands. Maybe just to before get through that course and get them at least think about certain things what kind of influence and impact would that have their decisions would have in uh, in the future if they decide that way um, what i wanted to say is uh, you said oh on the beginning of the a relationship nobody thinks about that and it's really true it's interesting because it's even uh, scientifically proven which i really find it funny but it's true uh, that how we function how our brain function uh, they were measuring the activity of the brain uh, and they they found out that when we get in love our the activity in the prefrontal cortex which is the part of the brain uh, which you use for down-to-earth decisions, it actually gets really lowered. Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> and it's really interesting because it stays that way for three years. So, and then they, the, the, the research go further and it's actually from the evolutionary point of view, it's really logical. Because you're ready for motherhood. Exactly. <laughs> but otherwise, maybe we would never reproduce. <laughs> you know, probably you all know that when you're in love, you're in this uh, pink period on the pink cloud. Everything looks great. Uh, and even prince on a white horse looks like a prince. <laughs> so if that wouldn't happen, maybe we wouldn't decide to reproduce. So that's the fact. But it's also, you know, really beautiful thing uh, because I really still believe in love and I believe the love is all you need. But uh, yeah, maybe the way how we organized our society, made, we made it more complicated. So the bottom line is inform yourself before you take the step. Divorce is definitely becoming more prevalent. Why Why have the statistics increased so incredibly, Barbara? Is it our lifestyle? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, if you see, uh, if, we, if you look into the history, why actually many years ago, how the Institute of the Marriage was actually uh, brought to life, uh, if we go very, very many years ago, it started actually at the moment uh, when humans, uh, and at that time, they were only men, they were allowed to start uh, acquiring possessions. Uh, so what really was uh, behind it is once you acquire some possessions and women they were not allowed to to own anything let's say so once you acquire some possessions you want to pass them on on your children but uh, at that time you couldn't guarantee 
because the men they didn't have the womb so they how they would know that they were really their children uh, so it actually if you look really back it has really the financial uh, base uh, because they wanted to guarantee that the children are theirs right um, later the catholic church got involved or church in uh, in, in, in uh, average and uh, they um, also hanged on the the whole uh, story about the monogamy and uh, committing a sin if you're a monogamist uh, uh, and, and because to to get people to motivate them to get married uh, they had to think of something so it was like oh yeah then you get in love <laughs> and they hanged love on the marriage as well which i personally believe has nothing to do with it it's really the institute which helped through the to organize the society the way it was at that time and it would make sense if women could not earn anything or could not have any possession so they were 100% um, depending their life was depending or on father or on a, a husband uh, and then marriage itself would work i mean it it, it makes sense but those days the stories completely different uh, everybody can live independent life so the marriage as an institute how it's now in place I don't think it's functioning anymore so I think we will have to change it soon and in some countries you see already at least first steps for example in the Netherlands is few years ago uh, they um, change it the default if you get married here a few years ago until i think it was three years ago uh, until three years ago the default was that you got married uh, you have two types of uh, marriage one is at prenup and one is without prenup so before was default without prenup and if you wanted you could request it the prenup and now they turn it uh, uh, around so the default is marriage with a prenup which at least uh, protect uh, the, the, the rights of both of to arrange the financial part much better up front. To what extent is d Dutch law, and you've just said it's made a major change, different um, to other countries? This yeah, there are a few quite big differences and indeed every country uh, has a different law. Uh, but what you see in Holland, the law is stripped all of all of um, emotional decisions and it's really straightforward and it's placed in uh, in the way to protect uh, women children but also uh, partners when they divorce uh, that is the idea um, yeah maybe uh, to compare to some other countries uh, so for example um, like I, uh, maybe I mentioned before, is um, in Holland, the, the court, the judge is not there uh, to find out whose fault it is uh, that uh, the divorce happened. Like uh, many years ago in my divorce, the judge said to me in Dutch, but <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, mevrouw, uh, we are not here to serve the justice we are here to divorce you two without you two killing each other <laughs> <laughs> and in the other countries like i heard in china or even in some european countries uh, 
when you start divorce, uh, there are already two hurdles. First, it is, is one person want to divorce and another doesn't want to divorce. Then you first have to prove that the marriage doesn't work before you even are able to start with divorce, which is in the Netherlands not the case. If one person wants to divorce, you can divorce already. Uh, and the second thing is in other countries is uh, they are um, looking uh, into whose fault it was that the marriage doesn't work. For example, if somebody of two, one of two commits adultery, then uh, the law is working in favor of the other partner. Interesting. You've been operating now for how many years, Barbara? As a coach, As a coach I think since 2011. Uh, so quite many years. Let's yeah. talk about a decade. Yeah. How have you been able to help these women? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what you usually see, especially with the expert women, uh, in a practice is many years ago they got married, uh, usually to a Dutch partner, or sometimes they just both moved to the Netherlands, already married. Uh, but a lot of times, really a lot of times, for different reasons, the women decide uh, to or temporary uh, stop their career. So somehow uh, they get at that moment of moving to the Netherlands, they get more dependent of, uh, of the husband. Um, which is great uh, if it's working and nothing happens, but life happens. And sometimes when divorce hits, they are a lot of time really lost. Uh, you see uh, divorce itself, even between the Dutch couples, it's a very difficult one if women is 100% depending on men. But uh, being an expert, it adds another layer. Uh, you know, it's a really unequal situation. First of all, you're from foreign country, uh, so you don't know the law so good as uh, your partner does. Yes. Your partner has family around, which really can also take care of him or advise him because they know law also really well as well. And sometimes they even abuse that, sit uh, that position. And, and he may have some children. Yes, and the women, um, the family is really far away. So usually they even don't know what's going on or even if they don't, even if they do know, they don't know how to help. Um, so there I really try to help them to navigate through the process but also you know when you're at the darkest moment what you really really want to hear from somebody that the better times are coming and don't worry we will get there uh, and that is a lot of times enough that they get the strength to go through the procedure because divorce you didn't choose for it it nobody wants to get divorced but it just happened so and it, it will it's never nice process so the best is to make it as short as possible you know it's really like uh, pull the band-aid quickly <laughs> from the wound uh, uh, but that's the problem because it's a very emotional process in the way people need to to you're really going through the um, mourning process actually because you're losing something uh, and you uh, people really have to go through all the stages uh, and sometimes it takes a really long time and that doesn't help really with uh, legal procedure itself because that can also get really complicated. Do you have clients from all nationalities? 
No, not from all, but yes, uh, a lot of different nationalities, yes. Because you see that actually the questions are almost uh, all the time the same. Yes. And is language a barrier when dealing with divorce in the Netherlands? Yes, sometimes it really is, because also a lot of legal papers is just in Dutch. Uh, and the, the translation is really needed. Um, and many times uh, we seek um, help, maybe that's advice for everybody, um, especially if you need a specialist like financial advisor or lawyers, call your embassy, because usually they have a list of specialists which they are active in the Netherlands and they know both uh, laws from both countries and they are experienced with this kind of cases. So that helps and many times they speak both languages. Based on your experience, you've brought out a book called How to Get Divorced in the Netherlands. Um, it looks like a, a very practical guide, Barbara. I see um, almost in the form of steps. Yeah, that's true. Uh, why I uh, wrote this book, it was at the moment when that happened to me, it was a v- one of my divorce was one of the um, very difficult one, if not the worst case, no, they are worst cases. It was a very, very difficult time. Um, be, uh, so I decided, uh, I was thinking when I went through, I was thinking if I would know all this information at that moment, it would be much easier, much shorter and for us, for me and my children also Yeah, much easier to process. Uh, we wouldn't go through such a hard times. So I decided, oh, I'm just gonna collect all the information in the book itself. Uh, and I laid it out as a nine-step process just to... Did you do this while you were going through your divorce or was it all done in retrospect? In retrospect, after, just right after. Um, because then I could also organize my thoughts. Okay, if I would know, then I would do this first and the other thing second, which it didn't happen in the real process because I didn't have the information. Uh, but if you follow these nine steps, you for sure covered everything. So you didn't forget stuff because that's many times happen. You start divorce, you think, oh, we will just do the financial plan and we do the parenting plan, we are done. But then a lot of things start coming up which you didn't know that they exist, the different rules. But also maybe you forgot that you have to include these things. So that is what I try to do with yeah. my book. So it's a very slim book. I'm looking at it now. Can you just mention what the nine steps are? Yeah, I I, I don't know all of them in the, uh, yeah. but I think the <laughs> feel the most free to read them. Yeah, oh, you have the but English it, version. Oh, yes, here, there we here, go. Uh, but anyhow, what I fo- I know what that really the most important ones are. Um, how it's how I start and how I finish what is really the uh, the important part of the book is first I start with the first step which I think it's very important is to guide you through more the uh, mental and emotional process to think about do you really really know for sure that you want a divorce because I don't want people to just uh, make uh, quick uh, decisions uh, which they would regret later Uh, but then it starts more further on the second step and further they are more practical steps uh, for example uh, which actions you should take immediately uh, then which specialist will you need so who can help you uh, how to uh, organize your finances um, 
And then what you have to do if you do have children together, uh, you know, parenting plan and how you have to um, go about it. And also um, about the dividing of your belongings, uh, because people think, oh, that's very simple. Uh, but then also I guide you through everything what you have to think about. At my first glance into your book, I said, take, so you say, take photographs of everything. Yes. Even what's inside the drawers. Yes, that's uh, my advice. Some people, especially if you are now really in a loving relationship, they find it really harsh. But I think one, there are three things or at least two things that you first that you have to do immediately when you decide that you're going to get divorced. Uh, and one of those is take a camera, go through the house and uh, really yeah, just um, talk in film everything and describe everything what you see your possessions i don't know i see the painting on the wall it's painting i got from blah 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 so that's at least i hope i hope and in many cases you will never maybe need that but you never know so at least it's documented because what you see a lot of times uh, when you enter the divorce process people change dramatically their behavior change dramatically and a lot of times people think oh my spouse would never do that but sometimes things really happened um, which are not nice and they are also um, restricting the process to go further and like I said you have to do second thing what you have to do uh, I think it's important is to get some um, cash money some uh, and and I don't know how much that is just 500,000 euros and put it in the envelope with your passport and maybe even with passports of your children and put it on the safe place because you never know what's gonna happen and we hope that we will never need to use that but just in case because sometimes you see when emotions are getting really high and a big um, arguments are happening, somebody could be thrown out of the house and you don't have access anymore to the home. So you don't have some suddenly nothing, you know. So that's my advice is on the beginning. Yeah, so um, and one of the things I also mentioned uh, is uh, in the book is also describe how you choose which uh, services you will uh, use. Would it be a lawyer or the mediator? And what I see a lot is uh, when people start uh, divorce, they think, uh, oh, now I have to divorce and it's going to cost a lot of money. So they think, oh, if we both, each of us has to get a lawyer, it's going to be even more. So let's just get a mediator. It's going to get less. We will, it will be cheaper. I, I would just like to say this is the wrong, um, wrong reason to choose the mediator. Um, because in the cases like that, uh, I see many times that they go to the mediator and the mediation doesn't work out and eventually they need to um, hire lawyers anyhow, so in the end it's all more expensive. But there are cases where the mediation is really working well, and that, but that you have to decide yourself because you know your relationship. Uh, when a when, um, couple is on a good speaking terms, uh, the mediation is a very good way to go. Why did you write this book? Is this part of your therapy? Yeah, the healing process. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, also, of course, because 
Yeah, my divorce was really difficult and it took me really honestly eight years to recover from it. <laughs> but um, for me, it was a certain point after the divorce. Uh, you know, the emotionally, that's a very turbulent time. And when it starts, when it's all done and it starts getting quieter, I was thinking for myself, oh man, I went through a lot. Uh, and I, I keep forgetting actually what everything I'd done because um, people sometimes we were talking and I, then I remember I was thinking oh but that, that's a pity if I will forget that so uh, I was thinking oh I have to record it so let's just uh, write the book <laughs> maybe it will be at help for to other people yes so women don't need to reinvent the wheel exactly and and speak I think you probably spare a lot of people a lot of time and pain. A lot. Yeah. And hopefully money. Yeah, th that's true. That's what I wanted to also with achieve with this book. Uh, because then you already have at least um, a strategy which you can follow. Uh, and maybe just adjust a little bit. But in anyhow... Uh, then at least you thought of all the little details which you wouldn't otherwise. Uh, of course, divorce, it's still a process uh, which you will have to uh, go through on your own and every divorce is different. But at least if the technical part, the practical part, it's much easier to arrange, it's still a lot to deal emotionally with. So still a lot of work to do, but then uh, it's really important that you surround yourself at that moment with um, with friends and the family. And that's also a tricky part which I'm talking about in my book about it. Uh, you know, divorce is almost like, um, like a, 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 if you would get a, a very bad illness. Uh, if you see some people they, when they get cancer, uh, Everything changes in their surroundings. Some friends, they disappear. Some friends, they appear from nowhere. Uh, and it's interesting that that works also with mm -hmm. divorce. Because usually you do have uh, friends from both sides, from uh, from husband. And, and people are really... Um, Sometimes they don't know what to do, so they just disappear. They are not friends at all anymore. Or sometimes they pick the sides, uh, to your surprise, maybe the other side. Uh, but they are, what my experience was, they are also people which they were before not really friends. We just, you know, it was just a um, superficial uh, relationship. But they become uh, really good friends because they stepped up at that moment. And what has it meant for you, and still does, uh, helping people through this nightmare that's called divorce? Yeah, that's really uh, what I am doing it for, because uh, at least if I can help one woman, I am already so happy uh, to spare some, suffer, and at least... I, I'm so glad that I can support them through that and see them to build up their new life. Because I know, because I feel their pain. I know how it is when you're there. Uh, and I'm so glad that I can be in that role to support them. Yes. Thank you, Barbara. Barbara Young, I think you need to give us your website so that people can find you on the internet. Uh, yes, that's very easy. It's barbarayan.com. So if you know, if you you're on your own need some... Uh, uh, help with 
within divorce process of if you are only thinking to divorce but you're not sure or you know somebody else going through uh, you can always contact me uh, through the website barbarayan.com uh, where you will find my email or even phone number Barbara, thank you so much for joining us on Dutch Buzz. You're a true The Hague Pearl. Dutch Buzz, your listening ear in The Hague.